Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. So a lot of interesting stuff to talk about today. Um, the first one was this picture that I thought was hilarious. Uh, it shows a woman behind the counter with a long line in front of her and she's playing solitaire. So I said, this lady gives zero fucks about your long line. <laughs> uh, then Tim and Sid were talking about the Montreal Canadiens and the train wreck of a season that they've been having lately. And uh, Sean tweeted in at them, there's a better chance of the Expos winning the World Series than the Montreal Canadiens making a run with Bergevin up top. And I think that's definitely true. I think uh, the Montreal Canadiens need to look at removing Bergevin as their general manager before they do anything because the moves that he's made, at best, they work out to be an even trade. At worst, it's a disaster. And I don't think Montreal can really afford for him to be the guy that remakes the team, considering he's the guy that's put them in the mess that they're in right now. Uh, then, really interesting story uh, coming out of the NFL, the Buffalo Bills, uh, the Bills fans, the Bills Mafia, donating mostly $17 each, uh, so a dollar for each season that they've missed the playoffs, uh, to Dalton's charity, I thought was a great story. Uh, obviously, that team helping out the Bills make it to the playoffs as a wild card team, uh, so very interesting story in the NFL. Another interesting story in the NFL, uh, Marvin Lewis signing a two-year contract with the Bengals. Uh, I was saying it's such a Cincinnati thing. Um, He's had a losing record. I think most fans for the Bengals were hoping they would move on to a different coach, uh, but that was not the case. Uh, Also, more news out of the NFL, uh, Carson Palmer retiring with so many what-ifs and might-have-beens, but he's still a great quarterback, no doubt about it. If you look at his stats... He ranks within the top 20 all-time in quite a few statistics as a quarterback. So even though he never really had the career that everybody thought he could have, um, he did post some really great numbers as a quarterback. Uh, Then, again, kind of going back to the Montreal Canadiens, my thoughts on them. I think the real way to fix the Habs is to trade not only Pacioretty, but then earmuffs for Montreal fans, Carey Price. Uh, but before any of that happens, they need, as I said before, they need to fire Bergevin and hire someone who knows how to do trades properly. Um, even though I'm a Leafs fan, I still have that opinion uh, for Montreal. Uh, I think the NHL is better when Montreal has a good team. They really need to look at firing Bergevin uh, to improve their club. Uh, then I was saying, who thought Andy Cohen was a good was good for CNN's New Year's Eve, apparently Andy Cohen. Uh, Then there was this, so uh, Denis Shapovalov was in a tournament in the UK, and a lot of times people have trouble pronouncing his name, including the person that was announcing this tournament. So I'll play this for you guys because it's pretty funny. Right now on Pat Rafter Arena, men's singles action. Please welcome from Canada, Denis Shapovalov. <laughs> so, a horrible attempt to pronounce Shapovalov, uh, but it's interesting. He's continuing to rise in tennis, uh, but it's funny that that guy could not pronounce his name at all um, and didn't even really try to. 
then there was another Republican representative who's decided to retire. Uh, this one is Bill Shuster from Pennsylvania. And I'll be honest, I'm kind of getting tired of Republicans retiring to let Steve Bannon run some even further right-wing person as a replacement, uh, but that continues to happen. Uh, Doug Benson tweeted out, My life, my love, and my lady is the sea. That's right, I'm a sea fucker. I said, by that logic, the looking glass were sea fuckers too. <laughs> and then WWE Creative Humor tweeted out, Former WCW star Carl Malone is here. And I thought, out of everything that happened on SmackDown, Carl Malone throwing up the diamond cutter was easily the best part of SmackDown Live that whole night. Um, and that's pretty much telling you everything you need to know about what SmackDown was like the other night. Uh, then Billionaire Mindset tweeted out, Surround yourself with positive people who make you a better person, and never give up on something that you can't go a day without thinking about. So some really good inspirational tweets there. Uh, then there was this, and I think it's going to show up pretty well on the screen, uh, Jared Fialco tweeting out, when you watch too many Samoa Joe matches and every little tap makes you want to bust out a Kikina clutch, and it's pretty funny because that's exactly what he's doing there. Uh, then Bill Koff tweeted out, European fans watching Americans complain about a wrestling show airing at an inconvenient time. So, uh, Wrestle Kingdom 12, uh, the big match, Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega, I think was airing at like 3 in the morning. Uh, so, a lot of American fans were complaining about that. And of course, British fans and European fans, they always have to stay up late to watch wrestling events live. So, they don't want to hear anything from the American fans complaining. Uh, then there was this image from EarthPix, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, Some Nights Never End, a photo by Ali Port. Uh, very bright picture, uh, very crazy picture there. Uh, then another crazy story, uh, this tweeted out by Uma Pagina. Uh, Bay Area denizens are drinking unfiltered, untreated, and expensive raw water. Proponents claim that raw water's health benefits include naturally occurring minerals and microbes. Those minerals can include arsenic, and those microbes can be deadly. And I was saying to that, first of all, if you're stupid enough to waste $60, and that's what they're spending, $60 for three gallons of water, you're stupid enough to die from arsenic, hashtag decrease the surplus population, because that's insane to me that you would waste $60 for three gallons of water. Uh, the Guardian tweeted out that Trump Tower meeting with Russians was treasonous, was what Steve Bannon had to say in his new book. Uh, I think that Bannon is either trying to make money from people that hate him, or Bannon has a serious mental issue where he thinks in his head that he's a hero. And I was tweeting out uh, an image of me watching Trump versus Bannon play out with Michael Jackson eating popcorn there. And then Jim Garrity tweeted out, Paul Manafort to the uh, Department of Justice, I'm out of order, you're out of order. And the image of Al Pacino there. Uh, then there is this. So apparently there's a basketball team that decided to have a SpongeBob jersey. And it was really unfortunate placement of the tie, as you can tell right there. Um, 
honestly, it's a horrible jersey idea to begin with, but that tie doesn't help. Uh, so definitely, I would say that that jersey is cut. Uh, then I saw something the other day that blew me away. I didn't know that there's apparently only 15 million Jews in the world. If you think about the world's population, that's a very small percentage. Um, that's that I honestly didn't even know. Um, another interesting thing that happened yesterday was Tim Hortons deciding not to pay paid breaks or benefits uh, to their employees. So in my opinion, I'm going to be boycotting Tim Hortons until they bring back paid breaks and benefits for their employees uh, because them not having enough money to afford that is absolute bullshit. Uh, and I think that people should vote with their dollars. So, you know, if you're a company like Tim Hortons that can easily afford uh, to pay people $15 an hour, $14 an hour now, but it's going to be $15 an hour next year, uh, I, I think that that's ridiculous that you're making this type of political play with people's lives um, and it was hilarious because I think out of everything I've tweeted this was something that got a lot of support but there was one person I think a troll that really got under my skin that I'll actually air on the show uh, so nationalist or at screwed underscore Canada said oh screw off this is just the beginning I said I will screw off with my money to companies that can afford a $15 minimum wage. If you can't afford it, you shouldn't be in business. I'm well within my rights as a consumer to vote with my money, and you're probably right, Tim Hortons will be the first of many I avoid. Then he was saying, good for you. Now if you can get the rest of the 38 million people in Canada to do the same, you will win. Mind you, if everybody stops going, maybe they will go out of business, yay. Oh wait, thousands of employees will then be out of work, but yay. I said, good, then they can join me in the unemployment line. Uh, then he said, ah, oh, now I see. And I said, yeah, so do I. So clearly this guy is a troll. He continues, he says, yes, misery loves company. And then I, I said, glad to have you. Uh, then to show you what this guy is like, he tweeted out in response to what I had about uh, the Jewish people being only 15 million people in the world. He said, and it's amazing. They run Hollywood, the central banks, all of the news organizations. What are the odds? I said, this retweet is not an endorsement, just pointing out the narrow-mindedness of this individual. So, on a much lighter note, uh, Jerry Duggan tweeted out, Only three days into 2018, and the trees and weasels are already eating themselves, talking about the Trump administration and all the craziness going on. Uh, then Adam Schiff tweeted out, Trump condensed, my senior policy advisor, I had nothing to do with him. My chairman, my campaign chairman, only with me for a short time. Uh, James Gunn tweeted out, Trump claimed he was only going to hire the best people. Now we have further evidence he's a god-awful, terrible manager with zero ability to read competence in others. The ability of hiring wisely is a major aspect of being a president. Trump is incapable of this. Uh, Carol Lenning tweeted out, exclusive lawyers for Donald Trump sending a cease and desist letter to former senior advisor Steve Bannon tonight, arguing he violated a non-disclosure agreement with his comments in his new Wolf book. Uh, then 
there was this, which I don't know if it's going to play. This was tweeted out by Caden, but it shows uh, from New Japan Pro Wrestling Wrestle Kingdom 12, Cody Rhodes spiking uh, his opponent's head with a crossroads from the apron. And unfortunately, it's not going to show, but you can check it out on Twitter.com. Very crazy move there. Uh, then Eric Trump tweeted out, shocking, once again, here are the Twitter suggestions of who I should follow. Hashtag Deep State, and it shows Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama. And uh, Kumail uh, tweeted, Eric might be the only guy in history who is dumber than his SNL portrayal. And speaking of funny, uh, Austin Creed, better known as Xavier Woods in the WWE, rare footage that Jinder Mahal and the Singh brothers don't want you to see. It's from that time that uh, Kofi Kingston and Biggie went to India to see uh, Mendy and the Tunic Challenge. Uh, so pretty funny <laughs> video there. Uh, Jacob Grundy tweeted out, Ric Flair, Brock Lesnar, and Chris Jericho are the only three to headline WrestleMania and a Tokyo Dome event. Uh, that's a pretty interesting stat there. Um, then, really what this episode is about uh, was some really shocking news that I came across today, uh, tweeted out by Nicole Perlroth. Uh, Christmas didn't come for the computer security industry this year. A critical design flaw in virtually all microprocessors allows attackers to dump the entire memory contents off of a machine, mobile device, PC, or cloud server. So we're dealing with two serious threats. The first is isolated to Intel processor chips that has been dubbed Meltdown and affects virtually all Intel microprocessors. The patch, which is called Kaiser, will slow performance speeds of processors by as much as 30%. Uh, so the second issue is a fundamental flaw in a processor design approach dubbed Spectre, which is more difficult to exploit, but affects virtually all processors on the market. Uh, note here, Intel stock went down today, but Spectre affects AMD and ARM too, and has no fix. Uh, so Spectre will require a complete re-architecture of the way processors are designed and the threats posed will be with us for an entire hardware life cycle, likely the next decade. Uh, so the basic issue is the age-old security dilemma of speed versus security. For the past decade, processors were designed to gain every performance advantage. In the process, chip makers failed to ask basic questions about whether their design was secure and obviously they were not. Uh, so Google says its systems have been updated to defend against Meltdown, and there's a, a blog there that you guys can read on Twitter. Microsoft issued an emergency update today. Amazon said it protected AWS customers running Amazon's tailored Linux version and would roll out the Microsoft patch for other customers today. Uh, Nicole continued saying, I'm getting emails from vendors telling me all is fixed. They are clearly not fully read up on Spectre which should not be underestimated. Yes, it is, yet it is, it is far more difficult to exploit, but not above sophisticated cybercriminals, cyber nation states looking to grab your SSL keys. Uh, and we'll end the podcast with Attorney General Jeff Sessions uh, wanting to end the policy that allowed legal pot to thrive. Ted Lieu tweeted out, Dear Attorney General Jeff Sessions in the Justice Department, let me give you a list of things more important for federal prosecutors and federal law enforcement to pursue other than marijuana, basically anything. Uh, so thank you guys for watching, for listening. We'll see you guys on the next episode.